The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The Six Nations kicks off this Friday, but Ireland could be set for a championship decider in round one. So they take on the French in Marseille. Andy Farrell has named his team. Jack Crowley taking the 10 jersey vacated by Johnny Sexton. While there's a start for Leinster's Joe McCarthy in the second row. Gary Ringrose ruled out though. Robbie Henshaw and Bundy Aki in at centre. Jerry Thorny is the Irish Times rugby correspondent. Jerry, great to talk to you as always. And what does this team's selection tell us about the opening game? Well, seriously, they're obviously taking it. They're the continuation as much as possible from the World Cup. That the only real cha- the only three changes the starting lineup from the quarterfinal two are enforced, namely due to Johnny Sexton's retirement and Matt Cancel's injury, and quite simply Joe McCarthy banging the door so loudly they couldn't ignore him at all, and they and he had to be accommodating the team. He's in the form lock in the country, so um, otherwise it's as as steady as you go, but. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to see how Jack Crowley will go. It's exciting to see how Joe McCarthy will go and Calvin Nash in for Mike Hansen. All three of them making their first Six Nations starts. Calvin Nash, full test debut. It's, um, it's going to be very interesting. It, it, the, the, the split on the bench is something that uh, maybe kind of uh, rugby aficionados like yourself would have always paid attention to. It kind of spilled over into, into common knowledge and, and, and there was a, a shared experience during the World Cup. Lots of people talking about the uh, you know, five, three, six, two, and seven, one splits on the bench. Um, they've gone for a six-two split. What, what, what does that teach us? Well, I tell you what, Kieran. For starters, I don't recall that any Irish team ever having done that before. Maybe a listener will correct me, but I don't think it's ever been done before. I think it's first. It's matching like to like with France. It's competing with their size and power. They have some serious impact players in there amongst their six um, replacements in the fo- in, up front and. Dickie and Joaquin Tofu-Fanua and Boudon, the uh, flank with La Rochelle. They're going to... Man, I think it's just it's matching like for like. It's also rewarding the, the form of some players like Brian Baird. I mean, one of these pointing aspects of Peter O'Mahony getting the captaincy would be that it might have really restricted the amount of game time that Brian Baird is going to see. And along with Joe McCarthy, he's been one of the absolute standout form players for Leinster this season with a string of big performances in big games. And... Um, and with him and Jack Cohn and James Ryan, there's certainly plenty of oomph on the Irish bench as well. And of course, Kieran Frawley's versatility means they've gone for this time for two backs for the first time. A lot of people listening to this, Jerry, be watching that Six Nations full contact on Netflix and, and the conversation before the same fixture last year, Ireland v France, uh, this time it was in, or that time rather, in, in Dublin, was that it was effectively the deciding match of the Six Nations in the opening round. Is it the same this year? I think it could well be. I mean, and it was the year before that as well, Kieran. Like France won the Grand Slam two years ago, Ireland second with four wins out of five. Last year, role reversal, home advantage in this fixture being the most, the key determining factor in the destiny of the last two Six Nations titles stroke Grand Slams. And it would be, even though both are nursing World Cup hangovers and both look a bit more vulnerable as a result, not least with their absolute standard bearers and driving force and talismanic players and Johnny Sexton and Antoine Dupont, neither of them being available for this tournament, both look a little bit more vulnerable. But I wouldn't be surprised if they occupied the top two at the end of the, at the, at the, end of the tournament as well, which, which would, in some senses, makes this a shame. While it's, while it's an extraordinary match first up on a Friday night, it's a bit of a shame that a potential champion decider is it's the opening night yeah. and it could so easily be the last night. And after all, this is two of the four best sides of the world at the, at the World Cup. I know they both went out in the quarterfinals and suffered heart, heartbreak, but there was nothing between the big four of South Africa, New Zealand, France and Ireland. Um, on any given day, one could have beaten the other. And uh, I still think they're cut above the rest. I think England got a bit of a rebuild. 
Um, I think Scotland might be more dangerous, but Wales looked very, very callow initially. Well, you know, they've finished with a wooden spoon the last eight years in a row. So, yes, it would be no surprise to me at all if these two occupy the top two places. And effectively, when we look back on the Six Nations, mm. we will say that, yes, opening night was also deciding night. So, which order will they be in one and two? Uh, look, if you held a gun to my head and said, you know, I had to pick a winner, I'd have to go for France. Okay. Here. I just have to. Like, I mean, Ireland have won twice since 2000 in Stade de France. In beaten France in France, they've won twice, both times by two points. Once with that extraordinary drop goal drive that, that Johnny Saxon completed uh, in the Grand Slam year. In, like, it's just a hard place to win. And I think also, it's still a very strong French side, even though it's not, I mean, midfield is a bit one-paced. Second row is certainly very physical, but again, a bit one-paced. I think wouldn't surprise me at all if Ireland won this game. If they really play well, and Jack Crowley's on top of the game, and they play with a huge tempo, and really drag France through a lot of phases with a lot of ball and play time. I think Ireland could well win this game. But France, at Stade, I think the fact that France are now away from Stade de France and in the Stade Velodrome will be a timely boost for them. I think there would have been even more pressure on them to win. And there is no doubt there's more pressure on France to win this game, Kieran, than there is on Ireland because they're at home and they've had an even more crushing setback in the World Cup than Ireland had. That's possible. But they have a good record in Stade Velodrome. It's, it's, I think having the three matches in Marseille Leon and Lee would be perhaps good for them getting them away from Paris and reconnecting with the French public. They're still a very adored and popular team, the same way that our Irish are with their the Irish team is with their supporters. Um, and yeah, it's just very hard to win away in the Six Nations, and it's particularly hard for Ireland to beat France in France. Jerry Thorny, Irish Times rugby correspondent. Jerry, thanks a million. Cheers, Karen. Take care. Fiona Hayes is with us as well, the former Irish international. Uh, Fiona, are you equally pessimistic? Maybe it's not fair to say Jerry's entirely pessimistic. He thinks we can win, but we won't win. Look, I always go with the heart here and I think, um, look, after the, the heartache of the World Cup, I think this Irish team um, are out to prove something. Away to France is an absolute massive task. But this team and this squad and this management over the last couple of years have definitely showed us in those big moments, in those big games, bar, I suppose, that game against New Zealand, that they, they come up with the goods. And I think since their exit from the World Cup, they'll be planning this for, for a while, the managed, uh, management team in particular. So what will you be looking out for then, Fiona, in the opening exchanges, which might give you a sense of how things are going to go? Yeah, look, I really kind of think um, Crowley in particular, they're going to be targeting him, the French pack. They know he's the heir to the throne, as people have been talking about. So I'm really looking at the kicking game in the opening minutes. Are we going to go long? Are we going to make it contestable? And just with how Crowley has played with Munster at times, I think he's chipped in excellently over the onrushing defence. And that French defence can come up hard and fast at times. So I'm interested to see what type of varied kicking game he will will have and will that affect how France defend? What do you make of that split on the bench? As Jerry says, he can't remember another time uh, 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 an Irish international, the men's team certainly would have gone with you know six forwards and only two backs on the bench. Yeah, look, I think obviously France released their team. This would have been planned well before that. Personally, Jerry t- tipped on it a bit as well. I think the versatility of Frawley is is brilliant. We know he's played 10. We've seen him at fullback and we know he can do a job at 12. So he covers a few areas. And obviously we have Conor Murray coming on as well. And we know he if he all came to all, he could have to switch to 10 as well if needed. It's just with this French pack, we've seen it with South Africa. Ireland really needs 
need to physically uh, physicality up front. And I think with this split is brilliant. And Baird in particular, it would have been very, very hard to, to leave him out of a squad. And if you were looking at just having a back row, second row, he was the man to lose out. But I think his form has pushed him in as well. And how exciting, I mean, as Jerry said, a lot of the team is the same team, the team we've gotten used to over the last couple of years. So there's a continuity there. But, you know, Joe McCarthy, as he described, kind of banging on the door, couldn't be ignored uh, for much longer. You, you talk about Jack Crowley there as well. How excited are you to see some of these prospects? Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I think it's especially today when I saw the team named, obviously that uh, World Cup hangover was in my head and the excitement's been building all day today. And just Joe McCarthy in, in particular, I think it's brilliant. You know, with with how Farrell picks his team, a lot of the times he, he trusts these guys. They've been there for a long time. But just to see someone on sheer form or, or in their place, you know, Henderson, there's actually no Ulster players in this in the full 23, which is really unusual. I haven't seen that in a long time, but he pushed out Henderson. Henderson is someone I would have taught and made the bench or even started um, ahead of James Ryan. So it just shows how form and that he's looking at these matches, these Munster, Leinster, Connacht games, and it's brilliant for him. And I'm excited to see him burst onto the scene. If things don't go our way, why won't they go our way? What 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 do you think would be the losing of the match for Ireland? Look, a lot of the time, like there's French flair. We know what they can do on counter attack ball. So I said earlier, I think the kicking game is key. But look, I'm I'm a lover of the the scrum and the line out and set piece in particular, and how teams attack off set piece. So I think if Ireland lose the scrum battle, especially against France, physically they love that. They become more confident with that. The crowd gets more confident. So if they lose out in either the scrum battle or the line out area, I think it's going to make it an even daunting more big prospect. All right, despite that Fiona tips Ireland for the victory. Jerry, unfortunately, thinks France <laughs> will do it. Uh, Fiona Hayes, former Irish international Jerry Thorney again, thank you, the Irish Times rugby correspondent. Uh, we will have lots more uh, coverage and build up to the game on Friday evening, the opening game of the Six Nations as everybody I think accepts at this stage effectively a title decider. Uh, Ireland uh, travelling to Marseille just as we come off air uh, on Friday. So there will be huge, huge excitement here on the hard shoulder. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.